Hey, what's up, y'all? And welcome to Cousin Night Podcast. It's your girl, Kaylin, back on the mic, ones and twos. And we're back with another podcast for y'all. If you're new, the podcast kind of goes like this. We get into what's going on in music, transition into what's happening in the culture. Then we have a segment called You're Going to Jail, period, where we tell you who's going to jail for the week. After the jail segment, we get into the sick and shutting where we discuss who needs prayer for this week as well. We hope y'all tune in to this podcast and we hope you enjoy it. Feel free to follow us on all of our social platforms at Cousins Night Podcast underscore and let's get right into the docket. First on the docket is Pop Smoke. He passed away. What day was it? Tuesday. No, Monday. Today is Thursday. He passed away, I believe. Monday is what Kevin's saying. I'm not sure what day. It might have been Tuesday Wednesday. I'm sorry. Um, He was 20 years old and allegedly um, people came to his house and shot him multiple times and uh, he passed away. And I just... It was yesterday morning. I'm sorry. And I just want to say rest in peace to Pop Smoke. I truly enjoy... Well, I ain't going to say I truly, but I enjoy his music. I didn't get to listen to his album yet, but I listened to all of his singles. And the very first time I started to listen to him is when Ariel and I went to Brooklyn in July and they played Welcome to the Party. He's from Brooklyn. So when they played it, everybody was just going off. And that made me like the song. After that, I started listening to the singles. And that's when I was like, this nigga's rocking. It's not like music that you like truly trying to get a vibe to is if you really want to get lit. He always says, get me lit. So I just think it's terrible that these people are getting killed and people just dying in general. A lot of people have died in the beginning of 2020. And I just want to say rest in peace and hate to see it. I hate to see the black on black crime. Hate to see people dying from the hands of police. Hate to see it. This murder and stuff has to stop. So, from what it seems, it, what originally appeared to be a robbery, which are not, they are now claiming to be a targeted hit. Yeah. So, that same day, he accidentally leaked his address between him and his manager, and it's very unfortunate to happen. He was only 20 years old. He dropped his album, just dropped last week. It's extremely sad. Jealousy, bitterness, all that's got to stop. Are there any suspects arrested? They said or? that they, they found, I think they said they caught one, but people, they got away at first. Mm-hmm. From what I saw, the surveillance was was like four men, four men walk behind to his house, like get into the backyard, and only one goes in to kill him, and he leaves out the front door, mm. which makes people believe reasonably like that's why it was a setup in the first place. Because, mm. and yeah, it's just why would he not? Yeah, the other people in the house. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just kind of like maybe someone kind of tip them off and like, okay, okay he, you know, this is where he lives. You can get him right now. And he also looks like he's showing as well, like through Instagram and. You have to be careful with that stuff, and maybe that's, it should be a lesson to people to be conscious of what you put online, whether it's you showing off your jewelry, your clothes, or your house and your address. You never know what people are looking for, what people will do to you once they have that information. But I will say, I feel like one thing I always say in this podcast is like, when you make it get out, he did. He did his best to try to escape that type of life, and I really just think he got the short end of the stick, like... I don't think like something like that could have been really avoidable. Even if he didn't flash his address, if it was an inside job like people were assuming it was, there's no way he could have prevented that. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I was not a big fan of his music, but like rest in peace. No one should die at twenty. Yeah. Yeah, I um, I'm not gonna you know sit here and say I was the biggest fan of his music and I heard all his songs, but um, the songs I did hear, I enjoyed. You know, and um, I was, you know, I don't listen to all the latest, newest, youngest rappers when they come out, but 
you know, people, Kalen and and Des and Ariel especially were telling me about some of his songs. I would hear people people talking about him on some of the other podcasts I listened to. So he was on my list of people who I got to listen to one day. And so, uh, you know, but of course the Christian Dior Dior, I'm you know them stores song. Of course, when that comes on, I'd be pumped about that. And uh, but yeah, just hearing this. I was I was very kind of sad yesterday or, or let let down just um, at the prime of his life or right in the beginning about to embark and blow up I think yeah um, for this to happen is just very unfortunate and and just senseless um, and I just yeah I was sorry to hear it like it's crazy he was just a meme like two weeks ago last week yeah. I want to say when people were like making fun of him for his teeth or like you know when he was barking like a dog and stuff like that, like people were just, you know, joking with him about him and just having a good time about it. And it just really shows like how, you know, fast life can be, you know, crazy things can happen in just, just a moment. So, mm-hmm. you know, hug the people that you care about, talk to them when you get the chance. You never know between him and Kobe Bryant. You never know when they, they disappear. <clears throat> Hell, even Juice World. And I don't know if this is too soon, but it might be something to look at to consider, as Kevin said, posting all your jewels online. Because there was a picture of him, mm-hmm. and I guess it was his manager, a young man in front of his house in Beverly Hills with huge stacks of money in his hand, like holding it up to his ear. I guess like he was supposed to be on the phone. And, you know, of course we saw the pictures where he was going through all his bags. That's where his address looked like it might have got flashed. You know, of course you're proud. You want to show everyone what you have and just be having fun on Instagram. But... You know, of course, unfortunately, in these days and age, um, people are ruthless. Right. And especially we've seen from a whole bunch of OGs who've been around rappers and famous and rich and been doing this for years. We never know where Beyonce and Jay-Z is or unless it's somewhere there at a concert. We know they're going to be there. They're performing or, you know, Rihanna, the, the, the Kanye's even after especially what happened with um, Kim Kardashian in Paris, uh, J. Cole, all these people, you know. Unless we all know they're going to be at the NBA All-Star game. Like, when they, other than that, we don't know where they are, where they're staying. And I think it is just kind of the best option, or the best policy to, to kind of to try to do that as much as you can. Um, and I don't know. I, like I said, I don't know if it's too early. A lot of this music, you know, had interesting topic, subject, you know, a lot of killing and gangsters and thug stuff. I don't know if he was still in that life. You know, I, I hope not. He was a but crip, though. He was a crip. Okay, yeah. But I don't know. You know, people when people start saying it's like a hit, people plan this to come get him, then it, it does kind of, and you look at his subject matter and his songs, it, it can raise a few eyebrows where, you know, I, I hope he wasn't still living that type of lifestyle or, or who knows. Maybe I'm being too judgmental. If I am, forgive me. But um, just be careful out there, young rappers. You know, if you're rapping this, Sometimes those songs are fun. Not sometimes. Those songs can be fun. Hey, I'm a, I'm a drug guy. I don't want to go back to court. I don't want to go back to jail. But if niggas t- test me, I'm going to put two in his brain. Whatever you be rapping about. Sometimes it's fun. But in this case, you can be the take the Billy Ellish route. You don't got to be living what you're rapping in this fucking case, okay? Because it's, the cost is too great, as my mom would always say. <laughs> All right? And, um... You know, and, and in this instance, this is kind of an example of that. So once again, rest in peace. Yeah, rest in peace. And condolences to his family and friends. Yes. Okay. All right. Um. You know, to get back into our more normal news. Um. 
I just have a quick review of an e another emo classic. This just turned um, 10 years old two days ago. Um, well, not two, but like a couple days ago on February 16th. Um, Jamie's Elsewhere's album, And They Said a Storm Was Coming. Um, phenomenal record. I've been listening to this album at least like two or three times a month for like the past 10 years without actually thinking about it. Like, such an influential band, even though they only made one album from where the rest of their the band members went to form off other bands and how now their original their lead singer is now fronting a Mice and Men. It's just been a crazy decade for Aaron Pauly, and I feel like this album just does not get the love it deserves. Yes, yeah, some Giants Among Common Men, Seasons, it like One Foot in the Grave, the, the range, the, the, what they were doing back then, again, like even though it's kind of part, part of the norm of that genre, but the emphasis on keys and the vocals and the breakdowns were, to me, very unique and just over the top, and I loved it. And... And also, this album does not feel like when I listen to it, like an album of that time period, especially with core bands and any poster core band from that scene, it sounds dated now because it's just the generic, you know, zero zero with just all just chugs and just heavy riffs. But they put a lot of effort into constructing like really well thought songs with like good melodies and everything. So, really, will really do miss Jamie's elsewhere and hoping for a reunion tour at least once. But if not, a Mice and Men's last album called um, Seasons was amazing. So, keep going, Aaron Polly. You deserve your regalia. Justin Bieber album review. Okay, why is this on here? Yo, did you listen to this as well? Mm -mm. Okay, I only listened to oh, it. Let's see, Apple Music shows that you who listen to. Oh, yeah, I thought you told you said you seen that I listened to it or something. I so did see that. You that made me think it. that you listened yeah. to I it. I was going to, but then I just saw some terrible reviews. Yeah, that's why I put it on here. Anthony Fantano said it was terrible, not good. Yeah, and I was busting out laughing all the way listening to that review. But I said, let me put the shit on because our topic list was kind of slim. And I said, we might need to beef this thing up with some fillers. So I made a point to listen to the whole album today so I could talk about it. And it's so much better than what Anthony said. I mean, I, I just got to be real. I, I, don't, I don't want to use the word. I, I, I'm not happy to say it, but I don't want to use the word vibe. But it kind of is. It has like what Anthony was giving it bad marks for. The atmospheric beats. I don't know it's not a word atmospheric but like the atmosphere okay good mm -hmm. the atmospheric kind of like vibey kind of uh, minimal trap beats works really well for, and the whole album kind of follows that same um feel so like i said it's vibey and um you know of course not every song is good there's some you know duds on there but overall i'd say maybe three two two three songs the three songs most i didn't like but uh i enjoyed it and yeah, I mean, I, I hated the song with Post Malone. That's like one of the songs I hated. So, but other than that, it had a good vibe. It flowed well. Uh, good beats. Shit, I enjoyed it. I'll listen to it again. So <laughs> I'm thinking that Britt was one of the people putting this, this album on a podcast and playing it really low at night. Trying to get you in the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I'm very surprised to hear that because, like, everyone says this is just gentrified trap music. And, um, I'm really surprised that you liked it because, like, I did not think we'd ever listen to this album in the first place. Well, I listened to his last one with "Sorry" on there and all that shit. Oh. So uh, I don't want to say I'm a ginger, I mean, Justin Bieber fan, but um, are you one that slowly? Maybe so. I don't know. But I said <laughs> I wanted to give this thing a try, so I did. I gave it a fair try. I, I let all the the um, reviews I heard, I let them go by the wayside, and I said, let me listen to this thing, and I enjoyed it. I, I would listen to it again. I ended up downloading it. Not like, I, I not downloading it. I ended up adding it to my library when I finished it. That's what I'll say. 
So well, <laughs> there was a really good tweet about this album where they kept it would be like skip around like every two songs and play the beat and how the same beat was the exact same song every time. Like it had the same like you know like the do 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 every single time, yeah. and it was just like huh. That's surprising. <laughs> yeah, he had a few little guitar ballads on there. Yeah, it's pretty good. I listen to it, Yogi. You might like it. I don't know if anybody else at this table will like it, but you know. So I'm gonna do a topic again real fast, and the, as I jokingly said earlier, Kevin is going to revisit the Rust album. So I actually got to go mm. present day. Got to sit down at my, at my job and actually listen to it. So I was driving the truck. Shake the snow globe. Blast mm-hmm. this. Shake the snow globe from Rust. Putting it on blast. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Like so. Like need him. Like one thing, I love the beats. Like, yes. and, like he did really good picking instrumentals like mm-hmm. the guitar was like in shit need a minute uh what's it called asshole asshole's probably my favorite beat on the album yeah it's good and can't go on a lot more I thought Civil War was pretty good song with Rick Ross Best mm-hmm. on Earth like overall it's a really solid album I could just do it all, a little bit all the singing too much you a know lot of I mean? singing yeah like, I feel you. but that's not how he's always been mm-hmm. and again he's still talking he's still practicing what he's preaching mm-hmm. he's still talking a lot of shit but He's still making a lot of good points with it, you know what I mean, as opposed yeah. to most rappers. And he will run up on you, unlike most rappers. When he talked about getting people beat up in the first part, yeah. the first song. I'm glad to hear you say that, Kevin, because I really enjoyed the, his project as well. You're right, and maybe he's, his strength might not be hooked so much, but when the verses come in and he starts rapping, like he does that really well, man. He, he's a good rapper. Again, he's just hated on because it's popular to hate on him because he's a meme. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, Russ is honestly good. Give him a shot. He's worth a listen. Somehow, it takes an L. Yeah, especially this album is worth a listen. But uh, I want to piggyback off of Kevin wants to revisit to Brent wants to revisit real quick. <laughs> Unlocked by um, Denzel Curry. I didn't like how I left that last week. I said um, it was too much raw, 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 and come on the raw, and I had to cut it off at work. I wasn't feeling it. I said, but on second listen, I put it on in the car. When I was driving, and it was very much so a banger, the whole album. Curry was going off. Oh, I fucked up. I wanted to start it off with, that nigga don't miss. That's how I wanted to start it off. Thank you. He didn't miss. Kenny Beats didn't miss the beats. They're fun beats. Makes you want to get up and jump and mosh and run into some niggas. Um, yeah, Denzel. My bad last week. I was tripping. I didn't get to listen to it in the right circumstance. But uh, it's a fun album. I enjoyed it. Wish it was longer. I could have used like two, three more songs. Well, we've on this got two projects with him, so I'm not mad at it. I, I get you. But we, so have you, so have you listened to Blood and Blood out yet? No, I haven't. So go back and listen to that. That's only on like YouTube, right? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I gotta say though, best rap mosh pick goes to Denzel Curry, hands down. Yeah. It okay. feels like you're in a rock show. It does. It's yeah. awesome. Okay. All right, also, Smino announced that he's doing a song with Jid, and Kenny Beast is producing that as well. Oh, so that should be driving some soon. Okay. Very okay, Lynn. I want an in-depth review from the both of you. That's our local Jid stands. Oh, wait, who? He's Jid. doing an album of Kenny Beast? No, no, it's a song with Smino and um, Kenny Beast. Already out? No, it's coming out soon. Oh, okay, announced cool, it today. Cool, cool. I'll be listening. Next case. Arca released a 62-minute single yesterday. It's called at, 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 at. And it's all the at sign. I had to throw this on here. I had to give my girl Arca some regalia, some roses while she can smell them. Um, it's been three years since her last LP, just self-titled Arca, which blew my mind, rocked my socks. One of my top three favorite albums of that year when it came out. Um, the single is 62 minutes long. I want to re- 
say that again so everybody can hear so me and when know. you say that, mm-hmm. is it the album just all in one go, or is it just one continuous song? Yeah, the first it's, thing I thought was like the Frank Ocean, like, um, Still Life. Endless, endless yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so it plays like Endless, where it, you can tell it's kind of different songs. Yeah. But it all flows, and it just takes you on a journey of just techno, atmospheric beats, um, um, hip-hop, electronic, um, just everything. There's people coming in singing Asian, and then people kind of rapping. Singing Asian? (laughs) You know how the Orientals be. Jesus Christ. Oh. That's the nice well, part. You're right, but I don't know how to say it because he's singing like, oh, I shouldn't have did that. <laughs> we did say when the wine kicks in. <laughs> oh, Lord, but anyway. I mean, if that's how it sounds, it sounds. That's well. how he sounds, yes. And then rapping and then just, Arca takes me on a journey, like I said. And um, she says, Kevin, and the reason why I'm saying it's not a one album is that, uh, she has more scenes that she's going to share with us along the way. What the fuck is that album art? <laughs> it is Arca laying up on on a um on a car strapped down. And I watched the video, it's a whole long video. For like that? Yes. And it's just this is amazing. So I'm real excited for what else she has coming for us. She says she's gonna share more of the scenes of this project with us as the year progresses. She just announced a tour, a North American tour as well, where she's coming to the 930 Club, April 27th. Tickets going to sale tomorrow, so I will be prompt and ready to see Arca live for the first time. I'm going to try to get them tickets 930 Club. And that's it. That's not to All say right. about that. All right. Kai? Um, this is actually Brent's point. Uh, Joe Biden versus Connie Brent. Oh, yes. Yes. So there's another music thing on the Joe Budden podcast. I think the last one that happened, or maybe the yeah. one before. Okay, the last one that happened. Joe Budden. All, all the guys, they were listening to Kehlani's new song. And they actually did praise it. You know, they had some good things to say, but they also had some criticism Can you as give well. Some context of the background of it, too? That's what he's going to do. Of like what they said? No, of the actual song, like the backstory of the song. Oh, I don't know that. Just okay, go. the backstory. Of it. <laughs> that's why. That's why I want to make sure because yeah. for, for listeners. So, so on Valentine's Day, YG dropped a breakup song, a love song, right? Yeah. With him, and a picture of him and Kalani on the cover, and then Kalani released the breakup song the day after Valentine's Day, dissing kind of YG, calling him a cloud chaser. Mm. Essentially, oh, damn. Not a cloud chaser. That's right. what the single's about. Yeah. Well, Joe had some. Um, not some some not glowing. They were jokes. I mean, he had some not good things to say about how she was delivering some of the lines. She was pronouncing some of the words in a way he's never heard her pronounce the words before. Rory had a few jokes about how um, it's just a generic kind of gene- I mean, Janae. <laughs> it's just a generic kind of Kalani song, and um, she's made so much better stuff in the past. Those type of things. They were laughing, kind of tongue in cheek. And also, like you know, the people were well. I- they were using like you know words like bitch and stuff like that as well. Oh, okay. They were yeah. calling her a bitch. Well, they were just referring to you like you know this bitch. The bitches be like this, like they were saying stuff like that. And then Twitter. I mean, Joe. Joe gets on Twitter. Oh no. Kalani gets on Twitter, yes, after hearing the podcast and says the amount of misinformation. No, first she says Joe Button is a joke. Oh. 
And then Joe Budden comes back and says, we love you. It's jokes feel better. Uh, Kalani says the amount of misinformation and lies and lameness in this episode about me and you use my face on the album cover, on the cover of the podcast. She said, you got to love it. And then now the truth, big thing about this is when Joe Budden comes back and this is something I, I can live by for the rest of the year. He says, I'm about sick of you artists. Never a peep through years of praise, but want to jump out of windows when you hear something you don't like. Mm-hmm. He said, newsflash, I am not friends with you niggas. Mm-hmm. And that's the line right there. I'm not <laughs> friends with you niggas, okay? That can be a meme for me. That can be a quote. That should have been trending number one yesterday. Yes. I am not friends with you niggas. Like I love Kaylin that. has okay. good last love in her room. I want, <laughs> I'm not friends with you niggas on my room. <laughs> So I thought that was a pretty brilliant line from him. But, uh, yeah, so that's where that stands, I mean. this That whole situation to me is weird. Because, for one thing, do you, were y'all on Twitter a few months ago where everywhere you looked, you saw YG and Kalani get a couple goals? Like, did last y'all, year? Like, yes. like, yeah, like last fall. I didn't know they were together. Because they were only long. together for like three months. <laughs> yeah, like last fall. Yeah, Kevin. I saw Everywhere that. was, this could be ass. Oh, they hood yeah. together, but they're yeah. so in love. And yeah. mm-hmm. It's like. They weren't even a couple when that a long. That bitch gets with a hood dude. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> it would be the corny. Like, okay, I'm just gonna say this. I hate Stan Twitter. I hate all of Stan Twitter. Whether it's like Ariana Grande stands, um, K-pop stands, um, any form of Stan that just like when you ship real people together, it's so fucking cringy and so weird that I just can't take it. Mm. Like, the, one of the biggest memes right now is like how people make fun of that by shipping. What's fuck? What is that Spider Man's name um, in the Marvel movies right now? They ship Kobe, him, Tom Holland. Tom Holland and Nicki Minaj together, but like Stop. this is the, like this is good. This is the future where Tom Holland and Nicki Minaj have kids and stuff. Like oh it's word. supposed to be a joke on that type of culture, and yeah. I love that. So like, and this is when that you, image is amazing. I'm sorry. Like, full, I gotta show y'all some of the photoshops. That's actually hilarious. But like, um, it, it's just this goes back to the Swayley incident with Joe Budden. I'm sick and tired of artists when it comes to something like this. Not everyone has to like every single song you do. And if someone doesn't like it, they should be allowed to say this. Even if you're Eminem, even if you're Sway Lee, even if you're Kalani. Just because someone doesn't praise you and suck you off every five minutes does not give you the right to have a little bitch fit and cry about it on Twitter. All of them did that. And Eminem, I'm going to keep rapping about Joe Budden because I got a thousand words to say. Like, I'm, I'm very sick of it because it's so yeah. fucking corny. Because if they would have praised it and put her, her face on there, fuck. she would have been retweeting the links and everything like yeah. that. I don't think we like, care. Yeah. Let people just say what they want to say on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Unless they're, like, Unless directly it's, like, completely, like, hateful. I mean, like, say it's like, all jokes either way. Like, they go out of, like, we don't say this enough, but, like, whenever we joke on something, nine times out of ten, we're just memeing, we're having fun for a podcast. Mm-hmm. They bl- they know they have to say, we're joking, this is a podcast. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get over that, then I'm sorry, you're just sensitive. And this is just really what it is. And, uh, and uh, Caitlin's joking, he said, well, I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. I don't say that. No, I got that from America by yeah, no, You say that as a joke, that's why. Okay, I just want to give credit where credit is due. And so, it, right. No, no, keep on. Right. No, so it's just kind of like, at this point in time, like if you can, if anyone that used to be in the culture, I mean, that the that space that you used to be in, can't critique you anymore, then what's the point of even having on music or, you know, putting music out there if no one can talk bad about it? I'm just sick of it. Yeah, especially. I think it's just getting old coming for Joe Biden at this point. Especially, you know he has a part, and you know he has yeah. an opinion. Like, okay, everybody keeps coming for Joe Biden. They're putting him in songs. Like, just whatever. 
Especially when Joe says that he has given regalia and praise to you so much in the he past. Has. In which he has, yes. But then oh, he's right. You just want to come peel off when you hear one bad thing. So, yeah, like, yeah, please. You know, get out of your feelings. If it was fucking, I don't know, somebody else, a big... If it I was don't Logic know. again, they would, no one would have cared. No, I'm just saying, like, if it was another media entity entity no. being like, oh, we really didn't like Kalani's thing, it wasn't good, they probably wouldn't have said it the way Joe did. If it was everyday struggle, no one would have cared. I'm just saying, Truly. like, they wouldn't go have gone off. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, I think it's just the way, like, an entitlement artist, I feel like, only, like, you talk about how we're not friends. I really learned like the per- the curtain has been pulled on me in the past few years. Cause I really thought all these rappers were like best friends and hanging out constantly and stuff like that. I really did not know some of them never really see each other at all. Only at concerts or for like that one picture. They're talking about how like Kendrick and like the whole have you guys seen the whole Big Sean and Kendrick thing? How they were never had a beef and they were cool. He even been in my house. Y'all are friends. I don't believe that. Why would he like, lie? Of course he tried yeah, to say fake. Big Sean said, like, him and Kendrick never had beef, ever. They've been friends this entire time. And when they first heard about it, they, they talked to Top. And Top was like, oh, man, there's nothing going on at all. Mm. There's no way. Mm. You know that they weren't friends. I mean, You've been yeah, sitting I mean, jabs for well, years. Even, like, when Kodak <laughs> exposed how, like, he's not, he, he didn't actually like Lil Yachty, Lil Uzi, or any of those dudes. He just made songs with them because they were going to go blow right. up. Yeah. That to me was like, wow. I, like You would assume that, oh yeah, they were all on the freshman list together. So now they hang out and drive forums together. No. You think they don't like but each other. Remember when um, Drake and um, J. Cole were hanging out and everyone was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. I don't think they really okay, hang out like that. They, they have a real friendship. They actually do. Yeah, but I'm saying like, but not as much as we probably would think it would be. Like like Kevin was saying. like, But when you see like Quavo, like, maybe not Quavo, also like for that, but you see like J. Cole and Travis Scott, they're probably like that one song and see you next month, buddy. And that's it. I think it was like a documentary or something. J. Cole was like, he had his album release or something, and like they actually like called Drake and he was having like a real conversation with them on there. I don't remember what it was, but I think they're friends. Like, I just know Drake hanging out with Amigos. That's really about it. <laughs> and Justin Bieber, apparently. Yeah, well, I just, yeah, they was playing basketball together. Yeah. But no, I, so good. I'm so from the 90s that I'd be just still thinking we in the days where niggas would come together in the studio and make songs together. You know, I be forgetting I sometimes. I be thinking when people make songs together, like, oh yeah, they was together, They're man. They're hanging out, linked they, up. Yeah, they worked the yes. song out together, but no, niggas sent the track, put their verse down, <laughs> recorded it. Sent it to future. Yes, yeah, and they laid it over top the beat, and that was it. I keep thinking back back in the nineties, like when uh, they were really Tupac, right verses and stuff. <laughs> Tupac right ran into Biggie and Lil C's and all the Junior Mafia when they were in the studio in New York working on songs and that's when Tupac got shot up the first time and he thought that Biggie did like I thought people would still come into studios together to do their songs but nah it ain't gonna be like that okay Uh, really scared and really done to admit though but y'all remember Motorsport by Migos and um, Cardi B and Nicki yeah I genuinely thought that's how it was until that's how they were breaking it down how Nicki sent her vocals over and then Cardi heard it and said no 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 I can't let her just say that so let me redo my stuff Um, I really thought like it was all like you know one time they just got everybody in and now they were friends no no I was like wow (laughs) I think that's what makes like documenting without going full J. Cole Power Hour but like documenting Revenge of the Dreamers, I think that makes it so cool because you see all of them talking, yeah. conversing, where you probably don't see that often. Because yeah. it's more like, hey, send me your vocals and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Send me the beat. Have right. these dudes don't even know they're, they're actually going to be on the song or not. Yeah. Send me the beat and I'll send you back to my part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's how I'm starting this podcast. <laughs> Just feel <laughs> like myself in. <laughs> 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 like, hey, like, pause the pause right there. Let me get my laugh in. <laughs> <laughs> Sending jokes. 
Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so SZA went off be- on Twitter because there she didn't like how she was portrayed on the new Rolling Stones cover. Um, she's on there with Meg Thee Stallion and Normani. And they say, music's next superstars. Um, people are asking, do we agree with this? Yeah. And who are the cousins? Who do the cousins think? Who do the cousins think are music's next stup- superstars? I want to say no because Sybil and Sybil didn't even need to be on Why the cover. Why was she mad, first of all? I didn't know she was mad. Yeah, she was mad. Mean. I just heard she was mad, but I never knew why she was mad. What's the question? Do we agree do we think that, that, there's that a few she questions. should be mad? Or mm-hmm. do we, do we agree? That they're the next superstars. Do we agree that they're the oh, next okay. superstars? Well, then, no. Uh, well, everyone but SZA. Because SZA hasn't dropped an album in under three years now. Yeah. I don't know what SZA's doing. At this point, like, is she, she no longer is. Like, but is she, I thought she was already oh, is she a superstar. Is she already I don't think so. a superstar? I feel like if SZA were to walk downtown, like, maybe, like, in, like, a, like, a normal neighborhood, most people probably wouldn't recognize her. I guess, yeah. Like, Meg Thee Stallion, yeah. I don't know if she's part of the way either, but, like... This is very like you know not really out there, so you wouldn't. Really I don't think any of them are superstars. Maybe Normani what? could be a superstar, but I don't think Normani's not a superstar in my eyes. And Megan, yeah. I don't think she's a superstar. I think she's well, I think they're movie. saying they're saying they got next, right? That's I don't what think they're they saying. are next either. I don't oh. see them. I don't see any of them being relevant. Not years. even me. I see me being relevant. I see mm. me. And I see y'all like, give people a Meg. really y'all give people a <laughs> lot of credit, but Meg. I do not think Meg. Has enough hits, number one, and will really be something in ten years. There is very few people who've lasted in ten years. Kayla has a point though. Like you know, particularly women. There's a reason why Nicki Minaj was so mad that Cardi took that top spot from her. There really ain't women in the top spot in hip hop. That's true, but I feel like men can Yes, that's why that's the I, thing, that's the the only thing that I, I feel like yeah. she might be able to make it work. That's why I think I can see her having like a Nicki Minaj career. First of all, did y'all like the last song? I'd rather be a bitch. Her songs are not that good, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> like she's not like really like you got when me? Nicki. You have you heard it? I, no. I like the I, do I like the Nicki. teaser part. I don't think I've ever heard the whole song. <laughs> I've heard it on um, hip hop. Apparently, workout. a lot of people hated it. I'd yes. rather be a bitch. I'd rather be a B I T C H. Oh, that song. Oh, she was no. from one of the girls working. I kind of like a little of that in a little. You gotta hear the song first. To say somebody is a superstar, that means they come out and they're on the charts, popping off. They're definitely not. Nicki Minaj. Not yet. I'm talking about. But like, you have to remember how Nicki came in. She had like the biggest cosign in the world pushing her. At the same time, Nicki. Like, so does like, Meg at this point. She has Jay-Z. I was say, but Nicki but was consistently like, putting out great tracks and great verses. And that's yeah, why I, I say like, yeah. she's not going to be a superstar. But like, I'm sorry, can I think it would have been easier if she got ushered in with literally the biggest rapper in the world at that time. My argument is not that. My argument is the content and the numbers that it's doing. And if you look at the content, I don't, I don't know about Normani because pop is a whole other category that I don't really mm-hmm. dive into. But Megan or SZA, SZA is halfway to washed up. When it comes to, when it comes to relevancy in the in the country, as well as the immediate black community, it's a very niche community that listens to SZA and likes her music. So, my opinion is no. It's crazy. Like the last song she's been in part of was All the Stars. And someone was like, we need all, and like, she dropped control, but now we need all and delete this year. Like, at this point, yes. Because where are you? Because, like, okay, 
remember what we were saying like Drake, um, uh, Nicki Minaj, them superstars. I feel like at any point last decade they could have dropped a surprise like Beyonce type album, and it would have done big numbers. Could you see any of those three dropping an album overnight and with no release and like that and doing it well? No. SZA would. SZA, I mean, people yeah. are waiting on pins and needles for her music, yeah. like almost yeah. not, but not a large group. I anymore. feel like an large group. She's she's had really are good. Are any of y'all waiting on? I know y'all are males. I am. But are y'all waiting on pins and needles for not her? Pins and needles, but I'm waiting. But not no. these well, people. Y'all know I wasn't crazy about control. What do you mean, my... these people? I wasn't crazy about control. <laughs> I'm talking about everybody on fucking Twitter. Like the alt pop. Fucking standing. Like, Thank you. That's what I'm saying. This group. Of but I feel like alt. But whatever you want. She had call. a lot what of Billboard watching? success. SZA did. Would you be upset if you look like if SZA if you were okay. SZA? You look that <laughs> no, but like I don't um, bad. I feel like there's two types of. Caleb? It looks kind of unedited, but I guess that was the vibe. But I feel like um, to be an I alt saw it. I, that's why I don't know what's wrong with her. Yeah. I feel like there's two types of alt pop where you're Frank Ocean, where you could do that. Yeah, Frank Ocean could literally drop tomorrow and it would probably go number one. Frank Ocean could drop. I don't know if it would go number one. Well, he has a uh, white. Yeah, well, he has like a Frank white. Ocean is, too. I feel like he doesn't just have the blacks. I feel like even with his like you know small releases, Frank Ocean is like. But since I got the whites, I'm telling you, she. Didn't, I don't know. If but like, how many are still here in 2020? I'm not, I'm not saying she has a Frank yeah. Ocean audience. I'm, I'm just saying, saying like, she has a lot of support. Well, she has a lot of support, but like at this point, like three years later, how many people are still clamoring? Oh, you know what I mean? Bless you. Do you have them? Like the the percentage has probably dropped off. Definitely, definitely it's dropped, but I still see a lot of people are like, all right, this, like, mm-hmm. what's going on? She is, but like Caitlin said, she is on the way to being mm-hmm. washed up. Because like, I just feel like she just needs to get herself together. Like Caitlin's saying, there's not a lot of women I can see in 10 years. Like, like Rico, Nasty, Navy. I so right. Young and Mayo. I'm really no. different because so I don't do. even know if I see Cardi in 10 years. No, none of us do. It takes a lot to last for 10 years. Cardi's on her way out right now. Well, who do we think has next then? Oh, yeah. That's the problem because, like, I, I, was I don't saying, think like, no Rico, Nasty. That's all I was saying. Like, Rico, Nasty, no. not really. Young okay. and May, everyone keeps saying Young and May is oh. so great. No, I never She's hear her either. Um, what's it called? Doja Cat. But uh, is the question women or uh, people in general? Doja might make it. She has she's getting, a trajectory. And she's getting viral off of memes and TikTok and songs stuff like that. And maybe. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Our regular black people in Baltimore City driving around listening to Doja Cat on 92Q. Right. That is how you know somebody <laughs> Wait, is. You're saying the black audience. I'm talking about, like I'm talking about black radio. Are they going to be playing this on the radio? I'm talking about. We're not, not talking about meme culture. Not 92Q, but, but probably on pop FM stations, yes. To be a superstar, you got to get the Involved. And you got to be big online too to be a superstar. Yeah, I feel like days, you got to think, think about who's taking yeah. the reins for the not the millennials, but the Gen whatever, Gen the next Gen. generation. Like she, who could be a champion champion for them? Yeah. Doja Cat could be. But like, we were talking about how we made yeah. fun of Nicki Minaj making super bass. Her music is just super bass, pretty much. Doja? Uh, yeah, like her, nah. like, like I like the what's it called the one, the one single that you were talking about. Uh, Take, um, why don't song. you say so? Like that that's only like, one. I feel like a lot of her songs that, are like cyber sex. Was the juicy juicy song. Like a lot of them are like the super pop song. Like the hit it from the see it from the back. That Ooh. song. That's some great song. But I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm saying like these are the super poppy songs that it will blow up. Oh, I see. They'll get yeah. people oh, yeah, yeah, as yeah. opposed to just hardcore rap and rapping. Like, Joe, of course, guys in Baltimore City don't care about but her I'm music. Saying, but I'm like, saying they don't. When Nicki was on her way up, you were hearing multiple, multiple mm-hmm. Nicki songs on the radio. But I feel like you hear multiple, multiple Drakes on yeah, the radio because they were got co-signed by Little. No, Ray. I don't I think, think so. that helps a lot. I don't saying like let me, let me put it like this, Joe Budden voice. When Drake drops, the streets move. When Nicki drops, the streets move. 
with the mega stein drops, Stan Twitter will move. Thank you. But that's what I feel about fucking SZA. I like SZA. And that's the problem. But Drake was not like you're ignoring the fact that Young Money and Cash Money literally were like everything a part about their brand. Okay. Young Money and Cash Money can push somebody, but if the if the music doesn't move you, the music doesn't move you. But just saying, the streets aren't talking. Because they had the whole streets back in them to get them to so that level. Drake was Drake was not going to have the streets yes. on his career. Drake, Drake, Drake can be co-signed by Lil Wayne all he wants. But he if he can't it. give us fucking baby, you're my everything, you all I ever wanted, we're not going to stand. All right, let me just say like this instead. Um, What's it called? Uh, Kendrick, when Hendrick drops, the streets would move. If um J. Cole were to drop, the streets would move. <coughs> Bless you. If either one of those girls dropped, no one would, like, there would be some buzz, but it wouldn't be to the hype of that level. And also, not I still feel like yeah. who gives a fuck about radio at this point, though. We're not saying radio. I'm just we're saying, just saying like, if we're radio in general, if like, we're talking about a superstar, superstars are not just on fucking Twitter and stuff mm-hmm. and TikTok. They're on the radio. They're on the billboards. Well, well, oh, I was disagree though. Most of them were to drop the streets to move. That's all I'm saying. But do, I disagree because like, do y'all think Lil Nas X is a superstar? No. Yes. He's not a superstar. Yes, he's a superstar. I feel like superstars. He's a superstar. But we're saying y'all be sucking people off because they're hot for me. That's no, not a superstar. Okay, when I, I listened to I'm his EP, I wasn't like, "This nigga is up next." It yeah. was like, "Oh, Lil Nas X dropped Panini." We all but when you, hold on. Let me yeah, finish real quick. But when you listen to Drake's e, um, album, you're like, "Oh my god, this album is literally ground groundbreaking." When Kendrick came out and you fucking listening listen to Good Kid, Mad City, you're like, "Oh shit, this is a thing." When fucking Nas X came out, it was just like, "Oh, whoa, this is EP." Oh, it Panini's rocking. It was just yeah, it came and went. That's my that's my point of pushing these songs. It's not your type of music, that's why, because it wasn't just a hip hop album. He had rock and roll mixed in there and and different (sighs) genres of music. But I think y'all gonna sit here and tell me Lil Nas X is a groundbreaking artist, like a artist. He's not or is he a nigga who raps and makes fun songs? I think he's solidified as a superstar at this moment, but I think he has way big potential. I don't think like two years. But to say that EP came and went, the fact that he performed the remix of Rodeo at the Grammys, like, what, four weeks ago? This is a fucking so, energy. So I'll tell you why. But that's not, like, that's still a testament to his album that Lil EP Nas, still holds. Okay. Lil Nas just caught a wave because of Thank the controversy. You Thank you. It's not like Lil Nas' music was, Ultra Road was so fired. Thank was, you. It was the what country. No, no, no. Y'all forgot, Kai. What Y'all was bumping little t- Old Town Road yes. in this house. Red you know, know, I was as well. Oh, no, wait, but you was know it why? a real song or was it a fucking meme? Oh, was it because it's a meme that country? turned out to be a bot. Yeah. Does it matter? Yes. Does it matter? Yeah. Yes. That's my favorite. Wait, <laughs> like, come on. That don't think it matters. That's my point. And Panini is still a good song as well, okay? The reason why Old Town Road even got popular was because of the controversy of country. the country music stations won't accept it, so fuck it, we're going to make it the number one song in the country. That's not why it got that's exactly that was one of the reasons. It was a bop at first, and then he tried to make it a country song, yeah, the, and then people was like, "Oh, we're gonna string this shit, and we're gonna make him a thing." We ran that song up number one because we wanted to make him number one for the meme. No, then, Kai, you believe that? Okay. Yes, that's well, why I did it. So if, who was listening to case, it that much? Yeah, if that was the case, it wouldn't have. That effect wouldn't have lasted that however long. long Eighteen months, weeks. right? Yeah, whatever long it would, that wouldn't that's have been true. that fast. I'm positive. Like people obviously enjoyed the song very much, though. It wasn't simply for that reason, but the song was a meme but that turned out that to have guy, I'm just saying because Kai said that's the only reason why he popped I think that's still I, the, think, that was the only I think that's the majority of the reason why that song got popped I feel like that even if that happened, 
doesn't matter. Because I still, I still stand by Hot Nigga was a meme from Bobby's Murder that blew up because the song was actually good. Do you remember how many okay, people... Okay, can we just say something? Who are superstars? Tell me who's a superstar besides Kendrick and Drake. Tell me who's Tell a superstar. Artists or Depending what makes on who, a superstar? Who is a superstar that you would say is a superstar right now? Jay-Z, Beyonce... Ari, um, Ari, what's Rihanna. that girl, Ariel, like? Ariana Grande. Rihanna. Camilla Cabello, because she's Okay, country. what do you always no, people? No, not Cabello. She's killing the I streets. I don't know. She's number one. I, I oh, don't Camille know. Cabello. Oh, she canceled? Yeah. yeah, but it's black people, but don't care about us. Oh. Okay, keep going. Mariah Carey is a superstar. Usher. Usher, um, okay. Now, what do all these people have in common? When they first fucking came out, they were popping off. And then they continue to give you pop-off after pop-off after pop-off. And they kept it going. They have longevity, right? They have longevity. Fucking Panini and shit is not See, longevity. That's, that's I knew you were thinking about today. He hasn't had a chance to do that. I said he's a superstar. I said he's on the way. That's what I said. But yeah. what my point is, it's the content that matters versus well, just the Well, you can't judge. Well, okay. Yeah, you can't even early. judge him now. It's too it's early. Early. He only has one project. And so for you, you can't say he's on his way to be a superstar. You only heard three songs. I'm saying potential. Like, you can't potential. look at his accolade and not say he's not a superstar. I don't understand that. He has it's sold like, albums. That's like me. saying like a guy. Numbers. Let's say like an athlete, like a, a basketball player, broke the number one scoring record in his, for his rookie year. Okay. And people would be like, I don't know, guy. He's not going to be a Hall of Famer or a legendary right. player after that. No. He clearly. Like, so, okay, record, so is Roddy Rich a superstar? Yeah. Did he break the stream record no, for the longest streaming song of all time? Okay, no, he, he didn't, didn't break a stream record. He but he, he's just a one hit wonder that, that just rolled the Thank wave. God. That's what Kayla's trying to get at. Thank well, you. Well, we don't know that, that yet, Kyle. Yes. Yeah, that's okay, the opinion that's 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 that we're trying to say our opinion, too. But his other songs charted well. So, I don't charted well. It did chart it well. But, like, no song, like, none of his other songs are great. So, y'all really mean to tell me, y'all and you think majority of people in America. Was sitting there playing Old Town Road, just bopping down the street, just to Are sing you it. Yeah. How did it happen? Or you happen think it was like, yeah. oh, I'm with my friends. I got the horses in the back. Kids, adults, yeah, everybody what? was playing that yeah, continuously. Playing. I did. Why? Because it was, it was a, a thing. Song. No. I like right. so. Okay, well, sing to it all the time. We just disagree. Well, I'll just say in ten okay, years. Okay, I also want to ask you. Panini charted at number two on the U.S. Billboard. And you're telling me that, like, oh, he's a one-hit wonder? No, he's not. Yeah. No, no, Kevin, people are riding the wave. He came out, he busted off, and now people was like, but oh, number I'm one and number five is not a one. Number and two so it's fucking, okay, so then you can never call fucking Lizzo an entry plant. Because the bitch is on multiple, multiple. That's not an entry plant. Wasn't, wasn't well, okay, not an entry plant. But you, okay, so Lizzo is the next superstar as well, right? Clearly. She probably is, yes. Yeah. Honestly, there's not enough of little Nas X that we see, that me and Kayla personally see, that when we talk about this next year, we'll be like, yeah, oh yeah, whoever happened to that guy? I bet $100 to each and every one of you on this room. No one will so give a fuck about it. You're judging on his potential. No, you I'm feel just. Like he, might, he might not be in there. Yeah, I just said, year. me and my personal That's opinion. Fine. I know, I'm saying, my personal opinion, Lil Nas X not be in, will not be in this conversation next yes. year. But you're telling me that he's not a superstar right now. I'm telling you, just because somebody is on the billboards and stuff, that don't mean they're a superstar artist. I just think he had but a moment. It's one thing to be on the like, If you so, want to compare Lil Nas X to fucking Mariah Carey, Taylor Swift, 
Um, Kendrick Lamar, he's not in the if same. If you realm. put a picture of Lil Nas X and Mariah Carey to a kid right now, who they're going to recognize? That's not, that's not the, the point. Argument. Yeah, he's but, a superstar. But, but right that's now. not the point for you to, to compare them to those people of their longevity. That's unfair to do. But that. I'm saying like, because when Mariah started, came off, she didn't break she eighteen months records. So okay. what you gonna say about that? All right, so we're talking about records being broken. And if because, like, and Lil Nas X is, walks into the mall, you're not making people are going to pop off. You're just saying like my point is this: if Lil Nas X was making um, if Panini was the reason why he popped off, and it was because people liked him making real regular music, quote unquote, I'm saying regular. I think okay, maybe y'all will have better whatever. You debate the quality I of the music. I feel that. I oh, feel that. I just remember whatever that song is called again. Horses in the back was not was a joke. It was a fun song. It was not a serious song. So like how can you call this man a superstar after he broke all these records and stuff because of a joke song? But like, I still think that what, just caught okay. fire. So like I don't understand like what your parameter of a superstar is. What what does it take to be a superstar to you? Like, like what level said, of global acclaim like, Kalen's debating quality of the song, yeah. not like, like quality superstar. Does not mean you know. star power. But yeah, like, because like, you then we're, then we're thought the song was a meme. I think there's been a lot of meme songs who were fun and were cool but they weren't number one in breaking records like living my best life people love that and it was number one for a while that was a meme but it wasn't breaking 18 month long streaks there wasn't a story to it it wasn't a story to it so okay I think what was bought down was black ball by the country roar that was a very large part that was a very important part of the little Rod's story it was we can look at articles online about this in general yes you're right why Little Panini charted as well because he remixed it with the baby that's why the baby was popping at that time Baby had a moment. He signed a little Nas X song. So it's just kind of, they used their stars to look line to make a bigger hit. And again, he So that's the only reason why that song charted. That's why. None of these things are like countering our argument. That's all I'm saying. Lil Nas X songs, like when Panini first came out, it didn't do that great. It took the remix with the baby for that song to get popped in the first place. When that that EP came out, we all said, this is not good. I wonder how many. I didn't say that. I wonder how. Yeah, they was always liking it. But I wonder how many people actually listened to the EP that listened to the song. It was it was in the Grammys for album of the year. I don't know what that means nowadays, but it was in there. As if that means anything. That means in that means, that's because the song chart hard because the album was already the biggest album in the world because of the um the um, first. No, let's move on from the Okay. Okay, um, easier conversation. Who do y'all think will be the next superstars of most music? Artists? I don't know. Fucking, I say Jid. Well, that's what got us in this place because we said Lil Nas X and then it blew up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, like a real, a real answer. Come on, guys. <laughs> I, I, I gave you my answer. As much as I would love Denzel Curry, I would be Blue Ivy Jaw Carter. Jaw Carter? John? <laughs> Blue <I'm> Ivy. <laughs> Billy Eilish might be a, a superstar. Yeah, definitely. I would hope Denzel Curry. I think Denzel could definitely be the pack. I would hope this Snow Allegra could be a superstar. I, I feel like she has potential. Rappers, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. That's a tough one. Blood like, orange side. <laughs> not a lot of people. To be, oh no, I'm going to say that. maybe. It sucks because like, I feel like Ari, Lennox, and Summer Walker could be that, but no. they're kind of self Right now. I hate to yeah. say this, but way. they definitely have potential to. They fucked it. I could even see the baby being um, a yeah. new generation's version of Lil Wayne or something like that. Mm-hmm. The one trash mm-hmm. artist that everyone just loves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see. I the see baby. The, yeah, I oh. could. I could totally see that. Yeah. Brent Fayez. Not really. He's gonna be he's not like a 30. superstar, but a, a, a great artist. <laughs> Maybe yeah. Young Thug. He's been sticking around for. Well, a Young while. Thug. I already say he's already is a superstar. 
don't know who else be rapping these days. Chance is going to die soon. Not that. No, no. Chance is going to die down, is what I'm saying. He's going to die down. Chance is like. Chance would have be been a, a superstar, superstar if he didn't shoot himself in the legs. Okay, yeah, 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 Okay. I got money on it. If Eris never came out, I would have said Jaden Smith. Mm-mm. What about Anderson? Mm-mm. I can't see him. His time's passed. Dang, his time's passed. <laughs> I love Eris. I just if he had one more hit. <laughs> his music ain't the sound that he wants. Anderson should be where Bruno Mars is. Just saying. He is cool. No, I hope not. Never mind. I don't want him to be a superstar. I think if she plays her cards right, Sid can do something, y'all. Yeah, oh, I like that. Who you say? Sid. From the Sid? internet? Are you serious? I just don't see cards right. No. no. Oh. I was going to say something really bad, but I'll That's say it. That's the most random person. Yeah. <laughs> Rich Wright, though, she makes great music. I just yes. can't see. I don't think they're ready for, like, or, you know, I don't want to say, like, mannish, but, like, a more masculine <laughs> lesbian. So, <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I don't really want to, like a more masculine lesbian being on top right now. Yeah. I think we need like, a cute lesbian no girl. No pun We need a cute lesbian girl first to ease everyone else into just accepting that type of stuff. Did, haven't just, we yeah. had that, though? I feel like there's multiple. I guess not. Cute yeah, lesbians. Well, Nicki Minaj started off as a, as a bisexual. Yeah, her, Katie. Mm-hmm. Everyone starts off as, and like, fake and bi. that was real or not? Mm-hmm. Hell no. Fake, yeah. See, it's like, like how I always say, like, our whole me and Kevin's whole generation, our girls are like fake by and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it's just that's just kind of what the moment, the time was for them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Next case. Fuck Lil Nas. Wow. Y'all got some hate in your heart. <laughs> it's a joke. I'm kidding. It's all jokes. Y'all just ride the fucking wave. Is all I gotta say. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving the wave. Kyle was loving Panini. So I, I like Old Town Road from. and I liked Panini. The okay. rest of it was terrible. That family song, You Live Me. Was a Jimmy Neutron ass movie song, and I wanted that gone. I like the last song. The entire EP was not. I really know good. What I need. Oh dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Yeah, I've not gone back to it once. All right. So we're transitioning to culture. Um, transition. Okay. Have you given culture a listen? <laughs> Just joking. That's somebody else's culture. shit. I'm glad you you watch it now. Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah, very hooked. entertaining. But I'm on culture. The 2020 NBA All-Star Game happened this past week. Um, I had Yoke and Kalen over for the slam dunk contest, the three-point competition, and the skills competition. Just do some quick wrap-up of this because then much happened this week. But this was a big thing. You know, this thing. Um, three-point competition, I don't even remember who won. Or I don't remember who won the skills thing. But... Um, <laughs> The slam dunk contest. I remember that. Eric Gordon got robbed again. He really got robbed. Eric Gordon. So they just did multiple, multiple rounds of amazing dunks. And the judges, first of all, I got to start with them. They were tripping, tripping, tripping. 
They were ruining the dunk contest, the judges. Just giving out tens and tens to everybody just for no reason. Terrible. Giving out multiple tens. I didn't understand why. Dwayne Wade was up there giving out tens, acting a fool. Carmen was out there looking like he ain't never seen a dunk before in his life. Giving out tens. Chadwick Boseman. Probably. <laughs> yeah, Very probably. That man's Wakanda out. All right. I'm yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. There was a meme of him doing a Wakanda sign, and someone said, "Look at his eyes. He was dead in the eyes. Like he's so sick of this." Yes. Yes. So, um, anyway, Eric Gordon calls Aaron Gordon. Sorry, calls the tallest nigga in the arena, Taco Fall. The tallest nigga in the NBA, Taco Fall, calls him out of the crowd. This is like. We're in overtime at this point. Like, you know, everybody's done all their dunks that they have. We just pulling stuff out of our ass now, whatever we can think of. Mm-hmm. They are. They're pulling dunks out of their ass at this point. <laughs> Literally. Calls Taco Falls out of the crowd. Taco well, holds it's the ball. really Taco. I'm really confused. Yes. Taco is spelled T-A-C-K-O. Something. Taco Fall. He's seven foot five. Taco puts the ball on top of his head. Yes. Yeah. And this man, Aaron, jumps over Taco. That Aaron's is amazing. thigh and balls might have clipped Taco's head a little bit. All right? Might have been balls on the neck. But he still <laughs> cleared Taco. Didn't knock Taco down. Didn't Taco, you know, didn't fall over. And Aaron completed the dunk on one try. And he didn't get a perfect point. What's even worse, the guy... No, he got like a 47. He got a 47. Oh, I forgot. And the other guy, I don't remember his name, who actually won, oh, y'all. That's a better Right. I don't Brown even skin. know what the yeah. fuck dunk he Brown did. Boy. Is this the one where he jumped over two like really short people or where he dunked over small ass Chance the Rapper? Probably, yeah. Yeah, and did no, something. No, no, no. The light-skinned boy was jumping over Chance the Rapper again and again and again. It wasn't no. him. No, the, it wasn't. No, the winner jumped over Chance. Because the light-skinned boy brought the TikTokers and the giant. <laughs> he wasn't doing chants, I don't think. Okay. Oh, is this the one where the TikTokers were dancing? You think the white boy did the chants? No. I thought the oh, one so was I don't boy with the, the TikToker girls. Well, okay. Like, sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, whoever the man who won, yes, he was a brown skinned guy. He did some type of dunk over two people who were it very was short. Gordon who jumped over chants. Sorry, I just looked it up. Okay. Um,. Yeah, and then he ended up winning, and Aaron Gordon was robbed again. I say again because he got robbed again two years ago, but that's an old story. So that's that. That was that was still fun. We had some drinks. We watched, and we were drank, and we married, and we were married. So that was fun. And then here comes the actual game, the all-star game on Sunday night. We really should have went over for because it seems... Kind of late, yeah, but that, that went on kind of, took kind of late if y'all was okay to stay up. But anyway, Shaka Khan performed the national anthem. Did y'all hear her? She oh, butchered some, that some, shit. Some that clips. Now, that's what people say, Kevin, but I think she added a whole lot of soul on the national anthem. Too much soul for the national anthem to handle. Sure about that. Wow. And I thought she sounded good. She hit the notes well, but she just sang it in a, in a different, soulful way. So I stand for Shaka Khan's rendition of the national anthem myself. But, um, yeah, people didn't like it. You know, yeah. It was a whole lot of soul. She took different avenues in normal. Next, Jennifer Hudson did an amazing tribute to Kobe Bryant. Y'all, Jennifer, I think, personally, may be the best singer of my lifetime. I'm thinking. Uh, Michael Jackson was a lifetime. Not Patty? 
you know, Patty just be Patty screaming. Watch your mouth. Hudson just be she be screaming as well, but I feel like she can grab her voice and do whatever she needs. And when I say lifetime, I, I, I think I want to maybe that's not the right word, but I mean like in my age range, like in my Patty's like before my time, you know. Generation. Yeah, generation. Thank yeah. you, yo. Like Patty, not dead enough, and of course, but in my generation, yes, yeah. people in my generation, I think. Is Jennifer Hudson who can do anything with her voice, and just during all the sadness of this time, she pulled it out, and she sang a Danny Hathaway song, Donny Hathaway song. If I can talk about, if I was making lists of the top ten best singers ever to sing, period, male or female in the whole history of the world, I'm telling you, Donny's on that motherfucking list. So. And this man, oh, the song, the song's beautiful, y'all. Just and Donnie just always had a, a um a really sad, amazing song up his sleeve. So Hudson does an amazing tribute, really touching. She's singing her ass off, and then that was that. Then the actual All Star Game came on. It was an amazing game. I was watching Love Is Blind to be real during the game. I didn't, I wouldn't, cause I usually don't watch the All Star Game. I was like, it's usually it's boring. Usually niggas don't be playing hard. But then I watched all of Love is Blind I could watch because they do they release every few episodes every week. Mm-hmm. So I cut it off and I'm like, oh, the game's on. It's on the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter's about to start, so I might as well watch it. And boy was I happy Love is Blind ended when it did because mm-hmm. I would have missed out on a really fun fourth quarter, y'all. They cut the clock off. It was it was the first to twenty four points. One. And them men was playing, y'all. It was like a it was like a pickup game. No, this was new. They changed no, the rules for this idea. year. That is a great idea. Yes, no, no more clock. First of twenty four pickup game. They was playing, playing, playing. Long story short, LeBron's team won. There's amazing memes and picture that pictures that came from this. One with LeBron is at the top of the key with the ball, and Giannis Antetokounmpo is guarding him. And in the background, you see like Quavo, Offset, Takeoff, Cardi B. Uh, Chance the Rapper, all these amazing superstars, like, standing bent over, everybody watching, like, this is an amazing shot. I might look it up and show the cousins if y'all haven't seen it. Yeah, just a whole bunch of great memories made up of this night. And so, yeah, long story short, LeBron James team won. It was a whole lot of fun. All types of superstars were there. And this just reminds me of how much I love the NBA. And the NBA is like for the culture. Because you look at the Grammys and you, you got so many, you know, a whole lot of white and Caucasian people winning all the time. You got the Oscars, a whole lot of white Caucasian winning and getting shit wrong. NFL is the same way. Might change now that, you know, Jay Z's running shit. But NBA, time after time after time, they do it right. Like I just said, Shaka Khan, National Anthem, Jennifer Hudson does the tribute. Um,. All the rappers and R&B singers, everybody's there for the game. They just got it right. They get it right all the time. Common's there. Chance the Rapper's performing on halftime because he's from Chicago. So, you know, they just do shit that makes sense. I didn't even see the halftime performance. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah, I didn't even see the halftime performance, so I don't know. Hopefully he said, hopefully he did some of the old ones from 3. You know, you don't want no problems with me or something, but I don't know. Oh, was a But anyway... Then I had on here Kanye West gave out Yeezys to people on the streets of Chicago. He would find people the same night after the game. And he would take the shoes they were wearing and give them a pair of Yeezys. 
So that's commendable, I guess. <laughs> what 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 black black shoes? Right, that's the thing. He you had to give up your pair of shoes to Why? get the Yeezys, <laughs> and you're right. That is kind of strange. And I want. You have multiple shoes if you're really on the streets of Chicago. Well, he's gonna give you the shoes. I guess you can put them on right then and there if they All fit, right. and walk out with a pair, brand new pair of Yeezys. Some people online were saying it was fake, that he was doing it for clout. Because I heard people was giving out Jordan 1s and Jordan 11s. Very rare, nice shoes for the Yeezys. You know, I remember oh. when he was saying Jumpman jumped over, Yeezy jumped over Jumpman and all that shit. Some people thought it was for clout. Some people thought they made it look like this. They might have gave some regular people real shoes. But then they had some props in there of people giving up really nice Nikes and Jordans. So they can try to say, oh, look, they're giving up their nice shoes because they want the Yeezys so bad. So that's what some people thought. And also Kanye's embarrassed because then more information came out. And this is, now I'm just kind of embarrassing and roasting Kanye right now a little bit. But you do it already. You, your shoes had to be... Of a certain value to get the Yeezys. Okay. Oh, fuck off. Yes, y'all. Are you serious? People were being turned away. And this is news. Real. Really what happened. If you had out. certain shoes that didn't reach the price point or quality, you couldn't get the Yeezys. You was turned away. Okay. Yeah. You had to have a certain... Your shoes had to be worth a certain amount. When I heard this shit on the radio, I'm just like, okay. What the fuck? <laughs> like Kanye. So it's such like, a nice and great thing that you're doing, Kanye. Right. You know, everybody was like, Oh, it's so nice of him and then more details came out and then it was like a But people... what what is are you sure? Because what would be the purpose? You could probably have him fucking Balenciagas and what is that gonna do for Kanye West, who is a million multimillionaire? For clout. Well that, that's what I said. People giving up those nice shoes so he can say, Oh, look what they gave up for the Yeezys. Yes. Okay. yes. So Kanye, I don't know, but that looks very important, very embarrassed to me. But that's my NBA 2020 All Star Weekend wrap up. Unless someone else wants to add something. I always have a blast watching the um, dunk contest activities. I watch every year. Brent didn't think I did, but I did. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm glad y'all came. These niggas don't really know me. Next case, Brent. What's the next case? Colorado um, sold $1.75 billion in cannabis last year. Should we make lead wiggle all across these United lead States? Lead wiggle? <laughs> lead wiggle. That's the topic. That's the name yeah, of it. Definitely. Should we make lead, lead wiggle all across 50 states? <laughs> wiggle lead. Um, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes and yes. If it's, if it's in one state, I believe it should be in all. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. I got into like a 30-minute argument with my dad about this. Mm-hmm. And um, he was saying if we make weed legal, it's going to be um, even worse than alcohol and uh, cigarettes. And I'm no, like, what? I'm like, one, like alcohol is a poison that your body rejects mm-hmm. and you throw it up. Mm-hmm. And two, cigarettes will literally kill you and give <laughs> you cancer. Literally will kill you and give you cancer. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Um, we, we if have, cigarettes look, are legal, I have no idea why weed, yeah. weed is not. Competition. Dad tried to tell me But that, I guess cigarettes don't alter your cigarette. He was trying to say that, like, um, look at those deaths by people who were smoking weed. There's a lot of deaths. I'm like, there if you look deaths. up deaths by alcohol, there's a way, a lot, way more deaths. Mm-hmm. Than deaths. <laughs> deaths from smoking yeah, weed. I know. Uh, Just yeah. purely weed. Yeah, there's none. But, like, yeah. to him, like, well, they were driving in Paris. I'm like, well, there's still more alcohol deaths. Yeah. That, that yeah, really I mean, happens. I think there definitely should be some laws on driving while high. Yeah. Like, you should be still, just driving under the parents. Yeah, you shouldn't be driving any, any, any way um, impaired. Yeah, and I just read this. I put this on the 
bulletin. And, and what struck me is, okay, they made $1.75 billion, all the sales. I hope there's some black-owned weed dispensaries out there in Colorado cashing in on this. There are no a whole bunch of white people, white-owned companies, I think, taking advantage of this, while all of our black and brown Weed sellers in Colorado are behind bars. How funny does that shit work? I just wanted to throw that out there. That's the first thing I thought of when I read this shit. Yeah. Pe- people making $1.75 And then the black and brown weed sellers probably just had a damn dime bag in their motherfucking pocket and shit. Are in jail for years upon years. So, I had to put rain on the page. Sorry. And bring a damper on it, but that's immediately what I thought of. You know, it's actually funny. One of my old bosses at um, that tech support job me Kevin used to do, mm. he's done with video games entirely and moved to Colorado to get into the weed business. And he said, um, And he's no, paid, I'm sure. You remember him, the older white guy? Oh, wow. Yeah, like, um, he said he's made way more money than weed he's ever made in his entire life. Yeah. So, like, he, he's, he's like, one of this $1.75 billion. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it. I just feel like this definitely needs to go. The, weed, the legalization... And making it easier for people who were locked up for past possessions mm-hmm. to get out of jail and, and rehabilitate. Easier. And remember, mm-hmm. we was only made illegal because the parchment company back then mm-hmm. actually wanted to, or we'll call them native because hemp was actually being used in everything, even in paper. So the Cousins Night Podcast, we need to get out in front of this shit. And when we see it's becoming legal in Baltimore, we need to have our space rented in Baltimore somewhere. We need to have our supplies growing now so that right we not now <laughs> so that we can be getting part of this one point seven five billion when it comes to Maryland. And we'll give okay. you the green podcast. We related. <laughs> we will all be rich, rich, richy. And you wanna talk about have we'll be up in the motherfucking studios then, okay? Giving y'all the real Brent shit. We'll be dropping two hundred on beer every day. I will be. We will have Just music in the mind. beginning. I will have Drake sing our intro, okay? <laughs> and yes, and Beyonce will sing our outro, and then con, and then Jay Z will have shit in the middle. All right, we will have Jay Z will state, right. state of the What's art. the announcement? <laughs> you <laughs> are going on. This was just long, long winded, Andy. The same fucking tone. What's the announcement? Just forget it. Oh, Next okay. case. Dwayne Wade, he um, announced that his daughter is now, his his former son is now. You should say his child is transgender. <laughs> and it's transitioning to be a woman. We don't know that. They've been identifying as a female. I'll look at, well, I think it's true. former child? This, stop. This, this child is transgender. Long story, less long. <laughs> and um, rappers like Lil Boosie and Young Thug have commented on the situation. With Young Thug saying, um, God doesn't make mistakes, but, you know, live, live your best life. And Lil Boosie's going on a crazed rant where he goes, Don't cut your dick off, dog. Don't do it, dog. Don't cut your dick off. He ain't real. He's real boy, dog. And I think it's... <laughs> I think it's a very trash <laughs> statement from both men. Especially with Young Thug, where we all thought you were kind of on the spectrum of LGBTQ. Oh! So it's just kind of like, you know, like mm-hmm. you can't be going on big gowns, like not dresses, gowns, not and then <laughs> trying to denounce others for doing, you know, for living their best life. So it's just kind of, you know. Who 
is speaking for an eleven year old kid anyway? How old is this girl? Be be Who has the right to speak on a twelve year old little girl? Just Everybody leave does. her alone. Anybody does, but, mm-hmm. but like, what's the point? I just feel like as a man who has kids, Boosie and um, Young Thug are both fathers. Mm-hmm. How would y'all feel if somebody just was going off on one of y'all kids? Y'all be ready to fucking peel off. Yes. At the end of the day, whether what's going on with, um, what is her name again? Zaya? Zara. 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 Whether she's transitioning or not, that's somebody's child. So just mind your fucking business and shut the fuck up. People really want Dwayne to hate his fucking kid, and it's really sad. Yeah. If he were to say, get the hell out of my house and never come back, would you see Blue Boozy go and say, yeah, get that little guy out of your house, whatever? And no. When I was hearing fucking Zara talk on the fucking golf court, Oof. she seems like she's in a very beautiful place and that she has um, ascended. She sounds wise beyond her years. So more power fucking to her. She's an articulate kid who grew up with parents that loved her and that allowed them to be whoever they want yeah, to be. Yeah, in a safe space. Mm-hmm. So that's fine. Um, I just want to say. Also, can I just say something about the dwarf? Wait, hold on. Oh, wait, so Boosie's also. I'm not sure about this on Twitter. Trending right now is Planet Fitness because he Boosie was not allowed into Planet Fitness earlier today because <laughs> of his previous comments. <laughs> so he went on a whole rant about how they're dirty and they have roaches oh, because of that. Well, I say, go for Planet Fitness. I say something about Boosie. The, the, his, it's the comments that really bothered me. And when he was talking about, like, they don't even know what they're doing at 12, blah, 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 blah about sex or whatever. And kind of think he posted about yeah. it. Like, about how he drew parties or whatever for his son or whatever, for son. strippers and stuff. Who yeah. tried to give, he tried to get the strippers to give his son, 13-year-old son, oral sex. Yeah. And not even that. Just, like, if. If his son were to come to him and be like, yeah, like, I want to be with this girl, blah, 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 10 years old. Oh, yeah, let's set it up. You know what I mean? Like, he would never question that because it's a girl. But just because it's, it's she's gay or, well, hold up. She's not even fucking gay. She hasn't even come out as gay. She just come, came out as transgender. Yeah. So you have nothing, you have no knowledge of her sexuality at all. Like, I don't know. What's going on with she's like, it doesn't even matter because, like, who cares at this point? I'm just saying, like, if his own son were to come to him and be like, I want to get with these girls, he would not be like, oh, yeah, you're too young to be thinking about that. That, that would never cross his oh, mind. Oh, yeah. But if it's just because of something in the LGBTQ um, community yeah. or, like, spectrum, you're just freaking out over it. Like, I don't, it's just such a even terrible. Even if I was fucking Dwayne Wade. It would be on. Like, it would have to, a conversation would have to be had. Or yeah. you could also just take the yeah. fucking high road. Yeah. You could take the high yeah. road and not say anything. But I just feel like if Dwayne wanted to, he could come to him as on a man to man and just be like, yo, at the end of the day, like, I respect that you have your opinion, but that's my child. And I would just prefer that you not say anything. Like, I just feel like you can't just let people just keep getting their shit off. Yeah, or just make a, a, a um, public announcement. A, you know, everybody who has words to say about what my, me and my wife are doing, how we're raising our daughter. You know, it might be wise just to keep your opinions to yourself. Or if you feel like you got to say something Address so it bad, to me. Call DM me. DM me. Call me. Yes. Right. You know, you can get my number. You can. There's a way to get it. But, you know, if, if you're going to make these public statements and it's not in support of us, use some respect. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Something like yeah. that. I would have to say that, you know, because, yeah, some of this shit is ridiculous. It's a bit too much and, for a child. Mm-hmm. And, like, you've got bigger things to worry about. There's people want to, wanting to probably to kill her right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's oh people God. out here no, trying sure. to do anything they can to stop this. Yeah. And you are going to just come out and say some ignorant shit like that? That has nothing yeah. to do with you or your family? 
Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with you? Yep. Just keep it to your fucking self. Or whoever asked you a question about it, you can answer it. Obviously, you can have an opinion. But what? What? why is it helping the situation for you to just post a video about it that's completely like hating mm-hmm. on the, the child or whatever what he's doing as a parent? It doesn't make any sense. It has nothing to do with you. And this is why I agree with mom when mom from Joe Budden said, stop recording every time you have a thought. No one needs to hear your opinion on, mm-hmm. oh, no, nah, this kid shouldn't do this. Mm-hmm. You should, like, like stop stop having your phone in your hands 24-7. Stop recording yourself just randomly. Just stop. No one cares. No one asks your opinion. The Dwayne is, he has a documentary coming out tomorrow on ESPN talking about his life. So I need to remember to record that oh, first off. Yeah, so I don't know if anyone else here or if our listeners are interested. You know, it's come on tomorrow, ESPN. I don't know what time, but just look it up on your TV guide. But I feel like Dwayne has been, and Gabrielle, they have been really model parents and really good examples mm-hmm. to people like me. And, and and I heard Dwayne talk about this. He said he's been in the locker room as an NBA player, you know, with during talks of where they weren't using the correct terms you know, when talking about people from in the LGBT community. So he had to learn and relearn how to handle, you know, this situation with his wife and whatever and all the steps they took. But I think he's a really good example for, you know, uh, cisgendered men who have children moving forward. Yes. And, you know, especially for me, seeing the way he's handled it, seeing the right way, you know, to handle this shit rather than, Kicking them out and going crazy and giving them electroshock surgery and praying it out and like throwing water on them. You to. Right, yeah. You know, seeing the right way to handle this is really, it's encouraging and it's refreshing to see all the love and all the support that they've done. Mm-hmm. And it's really a fucking shame, as Yoke said, to see other fathers, young thug, people like Lil Boosie, coming out here and saying stupid shit and seeing the wrong way to handle stuff. Yeah. Because these niggas are just pure stupid, okay? Let this man and this woman, Gabrielle, you know, run their household and love their da- daughter the way that they want to. You yeah. know, I don't see Zara hurt. I don't see Zara crying. I don't right. see them cussing her out, disrespecting her. I see them being good parents and protecting her and making a, you know, a best household they can do. And that's all you can do as a parent in these day and yes. age. And I thought it was really cool. Dwayne said Gabrielle reached out to all the cast of Pose, you know. I don't know their real names, but you know, all the ladies on Pose and ask them how, you know, that's just the way you do shit, you know? And so it's really inspiring for me, you know? And I mean, of course, I don't ever pray I'm in this type of situation, but if I were to ever be in this situation, I'm being real, then it gives me insight on how to handle shit. And just one more addition. Just look at like the success rate or just like that, not the success rate, the outcomes of how you handle it this way or how do you handle it with um, denial, hate, or or conversion. Like, mm-hmm. literally, people, kids kill themselves every day because they can't be who they truly are. Yeah. And, like, what is the bad outcome of Zara living her best life? Is it Zara? Yeah. Yeah. Just literally being accepted. Like, there's no, there's no bad that could come of this. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, she can have troubles as a human being, but literally she feels supported and... Loves. What is mm-hmm. what is wrong with that? I'm so confused. Even with that, she's like not saying that they have less issues, but like emotionally. But she's rich. She's going to be taken <laughs> care of for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. There's not much adversity she's like other than the harassment. There's not much adversity she's probably ever going to face in her life. All right, Kevin. Now well, you, now you go. No, no, yeah. Like she probably would never have to work. A day in her life if she wanted. Oh, as far as money, it's yeah. probably like, not too much. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. there's nothing that really like, other than harassment. 
can really mess with them. I disagree, but I see what you're trying to say. Okay, next case is going to be a shout-out to a Baltimore chef. Oh, David Thomas. Uh, he, he is the winner of CHOP. He's a grand champion. So that means he won one of the regular rounds of Chopped, and then they brought him back to be in the grand championships, championship where it was multiple, multiple rounds. He won like four rounds to become a grand champion and won $50,000. Wow. And he is the owner and head chef of Ida B's Kitchen in Baltimore City. Ida B's Table, I thought. Ida B's Table oh in Baltimore God. City. Yes, I've been there, uh, my wife and I, and, and it's a really good place. Soul food. And I really like David Thomas because all throughout these chop competitions, y'all, he has stayed stuck to his guns, sticking to my guns. Like PJ Morton says, he's been talking about... I am cooking for my ancestors, okay, y'all? Soul food started with the slaves who was given leftovers and scraps from the tables, and they made the best food that they could from what they was given. Yes. And so that was passed down, passed down to my, you know, through my ancestors to me. And that's what you did with Chop, y'all, because everybody who knows what Chopped is... They give you all types of crazy ingredients, crazy shit. That. Yeah. So tell ingredients. me, what's the craziest thing he made that you can remember? Oh, so okay. Watching it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it was on Food Network. They gave him some fish t- um, testicle, not testicle, some fish sperms. <laughs> fish sperm sack. A fish. No, a fish sperm sack. And I don't remember the other stuff that was in there, but he took he took the fish sperm sack. And he, um, he he fried it. He put it in an amazing batter. He made a great batter for it and fried it. And the people, the chefs, I mean, the um, tasters couldn't get enough of it. Yes, they were saying, oh, I love what you did with these fish uh, testicles. I mean, All right. sperm, this fish sperm is so good. And so, uh, yeah, and, and that's what he did. He just kept on making great soul food inspired stuff. And he said he is cooking to inspire young black chefs of the future. So, listeners, if you're in the Baltimore area ever and all of our my cousins, I suggest as well, visit Ida B's table. They have great jazz, great food, great... I haven't had their brunch, but brunch looks good. Check them out. Next case. Very well. Next case. Miss Nicki Minaj is going to have her own Netflix series this May. I saw that on Twitter this morning, so anybody interested in watching a Nicki Minaj show? Is it a reality or is um, it? There are no details, just like just confirm that she has a show. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'd watch it. If it's a reality show, I really want to be like a green radio live podcast, if anything. Oh, gosh. It probably will have something to do with that. All right. Okay. Next case. Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury, part two. These don't sound like real names, I'm just saying. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like I said, it's all wrestling. Especially wrestling names, yeah. This Saturday, y'all, we are in a rematch. The much critically acclaimed, the um, everyone's waiting for it. Highly anticipated rematch of Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. Um, we're having, I'm having a fight party at my house. And listeners, you're all invited. <laughs> To watch the OLEDs, I know, but uh, niggas are probably tired of your voice. (laughs) (laughs) I am, I'm having, yeah, we're, I'm having a fight party, y'all. It's a big deal. It's happening. I think Deontay is going to knock Fury out, but uh, it's going to be fun either way. 
Fury's the better boxer, but Deontay is the hardest hitting heavyweight person in the ever. They say possibly. So you know it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope everybody can watch it. Everybody's going to be watching this fight, y'all. So as we're watching it, of course, we're going to be live. Ain't going to be no pause. We're going to be on Twitter. We're going to be seeing what's going on as we watch. It's going to be a whole lot of fun. I can't fucking wait. And uh, yeah, they had a like. Will a there be say? Not in my book. <laughs> <laughs> they had their little weigh-in yesterday or, or like talk. They didn't weigh themselves, but they just had a little interviews press conference and they were got to pushing each other and they was cussing each other out Deontay was telling Fury how he was he wanted to kill himself when he found him and he was a crackhead on drugs snorting coke and all this stuff and he brought him up from that and got him into the fight fighting scene so it's gonna be crazy apparently they don't like each other so you think Fury's still jacking off I think oh, he, he yeah. needed to stop by now or he's truly gonna get knocked the hell out okay <laughs> do you think that Fury Will come with the same rage as Beyonce. Depends how much he's jacking off. No, I think Fury is more. Fury ain't that angry, but Fury. Fury. I think Fury's got a. He's gonna not get that rage. He's gonna stay in his mind because he's a technical fighter, and he's quick on his feet. Even though he's big and he looks a bit um, flabby, but he's quick on his feet and he's a very technical boxer, good boxer. So uh, no, I don't think he's gonna be rageful. Tyson, I mean. Deontay brings the rage. All right. Will there be any? Never mind. Next case. <sighs> y'all go where y'all want to go next. R.I.P. to Janet Du Bois. She played Winola Woods on. Du Bois. Du Bois, maybe. I was wondering. I knew a lady who I met in life, as you always say, my name is Du Bois. When oh. I worked at CQ. When her name was spelled like that. But that's a long, old story. So anyway, Janet, she played Winona Woods on Good Times. Um, Yeah, just an amazing actress. Very beautiful lady. She was Janet Jackson's caregiver and guardian on Good Times back in the day. Just to give you all some insight, people who don't know. So Janet wouldn't be where she is today without Janet's. Well, the big Janet's guidance. That's a joke. But anyway... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she's been in a whole plethora a whole bunch of plethora of TV shows you know Sanford and Son and a whole long list and she's been in a whole bunch of movies she's been in the PJs she won two Emmys for the PJs and a whole bunch of other shows she also sang the PJs yeah she did a voice for the PJs the I forget which one but, uh, I just to find that I, like I don't know but I would love to watch it again too Adult Swim so, where can I watch it? Enough from Janet DeBois, Brent. And she also sang, Well, we're moving on up! Oh, no. To the side! Right, she sang that as well. So, rest in peace, Queen. Next case. Next case, and that's Chopped. It is reported that Diddy is dating Lauren London. Lauren London posted, Fuck out of here, y'all better stop fucking playing with me on her page. So, I think that that has been debunked. Well, you think that's been debunked because she said that? Uh, she <laughs> said she's team Nipsey, Mrs. Nipsey forever. That's unrealistic. That's been a, um, a question they they posed in the Joe Budden podcast. Of like, how long does the public need someone to be terrible. single after their spouse dies? This is tragic yeah. for And I feel like, like actually I hate that her. concept. Yeah, when she said, ready. She said let, let me get back to healing, is what she said after what Kaylin said. She said she posted, let's get, let me get back to healing. She'll never get to the boo one. 
So I don't know, y'all, but if it's I true. Think she'll be able to move on. She's a young woman. I'm talking about being accepted in the community. Oh. Did these she lists hmm? Did these lists of women he's knocked down is getting quite amazing at Let's not true. use the word knocked down because that's not very um nice to say. That he's dated and been with, yes. Because right. it could be women potentially are not objects. They're not fucking Conquest. bowling pins. Potentially maybe Laura Lund Lauren London, maybe Cassie. I mean Cassie for sure. Um, is Jennifer, trying to brew the beer. This Jennifer is where the tea and gossip comes up. I know. Okay? Yes. Yes. Uh, Lori Harvey. Lori Harvey, yes, yes, y'all. This is a lineup uh, of like great proportions. All right. Great proportions. Next case, please. Ghost Keep status. going. All right. Another one of I'm friends. in the tea and gossip business. Y'all know the sick and shut, but I'm sorry. So what's this? Um, Another one. I don't know what the CBA um, is. The NFL owners voted to accept a new CBA. This is a big deal. Um, CBA is pretty much what. The, the contract that allows the yes. NFL to run the players and the owners to, to you know, speak. everything to work. So this is what they're trying to do. Yo, I don't know if you know about this, but it's a big deal. Wait a minute. They pro- what you say? It allows it to run? Yeah. The CBA is an agreement to pretty much allow the NFL to work. It's an agreement between the owners and the players. What's that? So it's an agreement they made so they can play. Okay. Yeah. So, without this agreement, yeah, there would be no NFL. But anyway, NFL owners want there to be an additional game added to the season from 16 games to 17 games. Oh, okay. And then they want uh, two additional teams to be added to the playoffs. So, wow. Right. So, only... Push those ratings, baby. Another wild card? Right. Only one team will get first round buys. So, you know, NFC, uh, one team will have a buy. Uh-huh. AFC, one team will have a buy. Mm-hmm. And then one team added to NFC's playoffs and one team added to the AFC's playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so, pretty much just an additional week of NFL playoff football. But how could that happen football. for wild, Like, who's playing the third wild card? The top seed of the third wild well, card versus rem- the division. Well, remember how there were two te- ple- teams who were on by. Now it's just one. So that's... One from the top. So one from the oh. by will not be resting no more. They will be playing. playing the so that's how adding an additional team will work. Right. Okay, okay. So I love how this sounds. Given pretty much more teams can potentially make the playoffs. I think that's fun. And one team getting the by really makes teams want to fight for that number one thing. And makes them want to play. Mm-hmm. So, and season NFL season is really short anyway. So, adding another week is is another yeah. great idea. So, one fight back players got to vote on it next. So, but uh, the players are saying that you know adding all these extra games is going to be unnecessary wear and tear on their bodies. Mm-hmm. So, we'll see if the players voted in. But if this gets voted in, it's going to be a lot of fun. Extra playoffs, one more extra game. Sounds great. Good time, especially with the XFL moving over. Mm-hmm. Taking their lunch money, oh, stealing all word. the things. About to cop me a DC Defenders jersey. I know. I need to watch. Me get the He Hate Me jersey. I'm gonna get that. Um. Kai. So I just want to talk about this real quick because um, this was weighing on my mind and it was really making me upset. So um, after takeover in Portland, the WWE aired a you know one hour special about the ruthless aggression era. That's the era of wrestling that I grew up with. Um, with names such as, you know, Batista coming to rise, Chris Benoit, Chris Jericho, Kurt Angle all kind of made their Eddie mark. Guerrero. Yeah, the girl. Rey Mysterio all made their mark during that era and not the Attitude Era, which is Stone Cold, The Rock, Mankind, mm-hmm. Triple H. Like, that was their prime. 
So, um, they went on their big, you know, talking about, you know, their tell that kind of champion to be. And when they brought up the um, death of Vince McMahon's character and how it went back to um, himself after a week of him dying, they completely missed the murder-suicide of Chris Benoit. They um, just said, oh, um, Vince just didn't like the way his character was going, so he wanted to drastically change things and increase the concussion protocol and make sure his wrestlers were protected and ban chair shots to the head. And That's I'm, what they said. Mm-hmm. That's dirty. So, like, they've been, you know, completely erasing Chris Benoit for, like, the least, the past, like, what, 10 years now? Mm-hmm. Or 20 years now, it's almost been. And um, do you guys think it's about time that they forgave him? Do you feel like you can separate the artist from the the artist from you know their problems and what they've done I feel in this like case? Chris Benoit. Ooh, mm. I guess I was about to say like he should be forgiven, but I also but like he did kill some people. He also um, had to bring him eighty year old man uh, when he died. Sorry, because like um he's not the only wrestler to kill someone, but like there's like Jimmy Snuka, like one of the most legendary figures in all of wrestling. Murdered his girlfriend and was covered up by the WWF, and no one talks about this. Like, he, he went to trial, trial over like, a couple years ago. They just found him too old to okay. stand for trial. Okay, so is it, they're, they're talking about the history, and they're skipping over Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. So one of the biggest parts yeah. of that era was Chris Benoit's rise. One, I, I think... Sorry, like, I say one of the most iconic moments of that of the Ruthless Aggression era is Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit hugging each other at WrestleMania when they both won the titles. Benoit was my, was my favorite wrestler, you know, of the time. Bret Hart and Chris Benoit have been my favorite for a long time. And um, so, Kaylin, hearing your opinion... I never got to say it. Yeah, it's important to me oh. to hear what you guys say. Hey, remember what you said about Aaron Hernandez. Before you say whatever you about Ooh. to say. What did I say? I was on his side too. Right. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I know who side you. I feel like. I mean, I guess skipping over him is not bad, but trying to like, I don't know. I guess like not talking about him is not bad, but if you were to like remove, like I don't know, erase him. Is bad, but just like not talking about him is not bad. Does that make any sense? Like you can still have him in the record books, but like you don't yeah, have to have like, like big Crispin Wall t-shirts on sale. Correct. Or he you can't. You don't WWE have to games. be like Crispin Wall broke all these records and he was a great man. Yeah. But you don't have to like <laughs> take him out of the Hall of Fame and stuff. I, I don't know if this is even the question, yeah. but I kind of feel like I feel sympathy for him, and I feel like they should have some sympathy. Now that the T has been out, that he has CTE, I think there should be a level of okay, we understand why he did it. Yeah, Does that make any sense? I agree. Yeah. Like, do I think he deserves to be in the next WWE game? No, right. I don't think. I think that's something where I think that's fine. But to acknowledge him as he was and when he was alive and when he was cognizant before he committed those acts, I think it's one thing. Especially. To, like, if you want to just put him in, like, don't blur him out when you do the champion of the WrestleMania or winning of the Royal Rumble or things like that. Yeah. I don't think that's right. Right, but just, you don't have to praise him. You don't have to do the documentary 24 on, on Chris Benoit's life. I don't think that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. But at least let him be acknowledged because... What he did, oh, he contributed to that sport, and what he gave up. And y'all are the reason why he got his head knocked off. Yeah, I think the WWE needs to talk to his family. I think the son is still alive. David Benoit, yeah, his first son, and and, and of age now, and ask him, um, how do you feel about you know your father? How do you feel about us honoring your father? 
And if the He's son is like, it's fine, you know. Of course, I, somebody yeah. gonna want their father to be honored. So that's not even a question. Well he, then, well no, you don't know that. I mean, the man killed his brother and his mother. He so he could be like, to, fuck that nigga. No, no he, like, you know, you don't know that for sure. He actually wants to continue his dad's legacy, but like he, the band is giving him permission to use the theme because Chris Benoit owned the rights to it, mm-hmm. and he wants to wrestle as Chris Benoit Jr. now. Ooh. Well then, so yeah. If, 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 if the son's for it, let it happen. If the son's for the NFL, I mean NBA, I mean wrestling, no, no, WWE. David. WWE needs to let it go. So then. David was the one that was killed. No, I'm sorry. What's his name? Then? I can't remember his name, but it's not David. I think that's too far to be going as Chris Benoit Jr. If the family's if that's your name, then it's not. But it's not his name. If the family's moved on, then I think the WWE can move on. And yes, mention him, but you don't gotta give him all this crazy regalia and go too far doing documentaries on him, as Kevin said. But if the son's okay with it, the family's okay with it, then I think MB no. WWE can it's David move forward as well. And may everyone involved rest in peace. And may the um, I hope that one day the fucking WWE will take some steps to prevent CTE yeah. from happening again. Like, it just took a They've long done it now. Well, they like, did. Yeah, they have. It okay. just took them a long Great. time to even recognize China after, until she died. Because like she had CTE. No, like she had like a lot of mental problems. Shannon's did. Yeah. Overdose. Um, it literally took her dying. Like um, when Dusty Rose died in 2016, she tried to approach Triple H at his funeral, and instead of talking to him, um, instead of talking to her, he just pushed her to the side, and like him and Stephanie just kept moving. And, and why that, did they do that to her? Because she wanted porn and um, wants to go like. Triple H kind of used her, and once he got with Stephanie, man, he kind of threw her to the side. It was really like I'm cheating on you with the boss's wife, boss's daughter, and then once that got exposed, they just fired her. And then she just kind of couldn't bounce back after that. She was blackballed from the industry and then had to be porn and then kind of never came back. Okay. Jeez. All right. I got something to say. Did y'all, did y'all know um, Stacey Keebler went to Towson University? Yeah, she's in Baltimore. Yes, she went to Towson University. Whoa. I was really surprised. Thanks. Yeah. know that. Thanks. <laughs> that was all she was known for. Mm-hmm. She was? Damn sure. Really, yeah, really flat and really long legs. And then she dated George Clooney for some reason. Now, is Stacey Keebler alive? Yes. Yes. Let somebody be alive. Shout out to the Motion Dream and Rich Juan and them. I just wrote what she said. It's time for Ziggy Shutting. Number one, Kaylin. Yo. Everybody being dead. I don't want you talk about death all the time. Welcome everybody to this week's installment of the Sick and Shutting. I'm gonna keep it quick this week. I'm gonna make it oh. fast. We only have one person on the Sick and Shutting. Ty, someone you want to add? No. Okay. It's just something. I have one person on the Sick and Shutting this week for y'all, and it is the Sick and Shutting Hall of Famer, the Sick and Shutting Grandmaster, the Sick and Shutting Ruler. You. Wendy Williams, because we know a lot of people are not doing well in this world, and I'm going to skip right to it. Wendy's being rebuked this week and laughed at, but mostly rebuked. (laughs) (sighs) There were two things happening to Wendy, just snowballing this week. I don't know if she has writers for her show or she's freestyling and fucking shit up, but first off, she was talking about Valentine's Day, and she wanted to remember Galentine's Day. Which is something from Parks and Recs, if you watch that show. And she said, Well, first of all, if you're a man. <laughs> is that when, when was a Kermit the Frog? <laughs> it's not like well, Biggie, Biggie Smalls or something. Well, first of all, if you're a man and you're clapping, 
people were clapping about Galentine's Day. You're not even part of this, Wendy Williams <laughs> said. You don't even understand? You don't even understand the rules of the day. It's women going out and getting saucy and then back home. You're not a part. And then the crowd like just Will looking. Smith. The crowd is kind of cheering. The crowd is kind of cheering at this point. But then she says, "I don't care if you're gay." Adding, adding that gay men don't menstruate every twenty-eight days. And then I quote, "What are y'all talking about? You can about? do a lot that we can do, but I don't get offended by the. Uh, but I get offended by the idea." That we go through something that you'll never go through. And then Wendy went on to say, And stop wearing our skirts and heels. Stop wearing skirts and heels. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she told gay men to stop wearing their skirts and heels. And because they don't menstruate, they'll never be the same thing as women. So I was just... Is being a woman meaning wearing skirts and heels? That's not the meaning of being a woman. To Wendy, I guess skirts and heels are a big deal, okay? And I was so confused because I thought the gays were a huge portion of her fan base. She heard She's heard as fuck after getting cheated on, right? Mm. This is sounding very homophobic so to so me. So men were clapping because she was like, oh, let's celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah. And she's saying, shut the fuck up, men. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know what it means to be a woman. Especially if you're gay. Especially if you're gay. Because you don't menstruate like us. And stop wearing our shirts and heels. I don't believe this. It, no, it's, it's recorded. I heard it. It's, yeah. People were going off on her. She was trending. They were roasting her. So she came out and made us sorry... A, Punk ass, sorry ass apology as everybody does. Sounding like Gail King. Her nose, her nostrils were crooked. One was bigger than the other. Her <laughs> eyes was looking very weird. And like, talking about how sorry she is. And y'all know how she loves the gay community, LGBT plus community. Ever this. since her beginnings, you know, she was with them. She's a member. And she might have sounded like your auntie at this time, but she is sorry. She came from a different generation. Some stupid shit. Wasn't even a really good apology, even though she did say she apologizes to them. Just, I was so confused. Like, you know, this just sounds so toxic and homophobic. Like, where have you been for all these damn years of of people being roasted for saying shit similar as this? And then you just... Similar, close to this, and then you say the same shit, and I feel like that's just your whole fucking fan base. So I hate Wendy Williams. I'm well, going fucking on fucking mic and say fuck that bitch. I do not like her. Yeah, she's a sick and shutting grand. Second part. She's a sick and shutting grand champion. Okay, Kermit the Frog face. Her, but anyway, everything is sick and shutting on her. And she made fun of Joaquin Phoenix's oh. cleft lip, apparently. Yes. Oh, yes. What'd you say? You're missing one other thing. I know. I don't care what I'm about to say. Oh. Okay. Yes. Made fun of that. But as if that you was you know that was bad enough, and you thought where we couldn't get any worse. Drew Carey's ex-wife. I don't remember her name, y'all. I'm sorry. Carey pulling yes. out all the stops. <laughs> her his ex-wife died. A man pushed her over a Amy. balcony. Amy. Oh, yeah. I heard that this is... I thought this is why she was being dragged. She fell three stories down to her death. Recently? (gasps) She died? Yes. Oh, I thought she just got pushed off. No, she actually died, Kay. Right. And so, uh, Wendy Williams made the terrible joke (laughs) on her show that... You know, the young lady died. So this is what she said. She said, you know, Amy died, Drew Carey's ex-wife. 
And the crowd gasped, like, oh, you know, when she says that Amy died. Yes. And um, then she's like, no, Drew Carey didn't do it. And then um, she's like, another man did it. So this is what happened. A man pushed Amy over the balcony three stories down. Mm -hmm. And then Wendy said, and Drew Carey, you know, hmm. come on down. And then she looked down. Now that was just pretty. As if the lady was falling. Like she saw the lady falling. It's not for her to hang it up. Because Drew Carey used to say, come on down. You're the next contestant for The Price is Right. She's a good hell. Yes. And so <laughs> she was getting dragged. She was getting roasted. Because this is domestic violence that killed this lady. Well, she's also dead as well. She's dead. And this is domestic violence that killed him. Because another man pushed her over. Her, mm -hmm. her, her, her new boyfriend. And Wendy Williams is making light of a domestic violence killing of another woman and making jokes about it. Come on down. But then tell the men, don't um, clap for Valentine's Day because you're not a woman. Shit, that's a read, and that's true, yes. So they was dragging her. They were saying, cancel Wendy and going off, peeling off on her. I don't know if someone wrote this joke for her or what, but it was a very bad look. And uh, she hasn't apologized for this yet, to my knowledge. Mm. But um, that's why she is a grandmaster of the sick and shutting. Wendy Williams, you're being rebuked at this point, and it's a shame because I, I'm, no, I ain't gonna say that. I'm but it's a shame. What are you gonna say? You're a piece of shit. Whoa. You're a genuine piece of shit. Mm. This is like you, you go way too far with this gun revealing people's sicknesses and making laugh deaths. <coughs> you're just honestly a terrible fucking person at this point. Mm. Mm. Like honestly, just go fuck yourself and just go off oh. somewhere. Mm. Okay, preach, God. The same way as he said. So. Uh, yes, everybody. If y'all have sick and shuttings, y'all want to submit, send them to our D. Send them to us on cousinsnight.com. I mean, cousinsnight. Cousinsnight.com. I think he's saying cousinsnight.com. Cousinsnight underscore on Instagram. Send them to us or DM it to us if it's too controversial of a name, and I'll say it on the pod and take the heat. So that's the that's the sick and shutting list this week, y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Cousins Night Podcast. Whose side were you on in the fucking superstars battle? We want to know. And with that being said, we love y'all, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.